Hi everyone and welcome to Game Pro. Hello bro. Bro, how is it going? Oh my god, it's going great. What a crazy couple of months. Um but now everything is awesome, bro. How are you doing? I'm just doing great. I'm so happy to see you. So, we have to to explain a lot of stuff to to our audience because Obviously, they don't know, but you went to Brazil. You are in Brazil right now. So tell us everything about it, please. Yeah, bro. I mean, first of all, I think I, I you know, owe an apology to our listeners because I've been, I, I disappeared. And the reason being, you know, a lot of things happening at the same time. But bottom line is that uh, my wife and I decided to move back to Brazil after mm -hmm. receiving really nice job offers so mm -hmm. we are both employed now in brazil and we are going to live yes. here from now on um it's a brand new adventure to us even though we were born and, and raised in brazil it's like after living almost six years for almost six years in san diego uh it does feel like a, a, a new adventure but in a really good way you know we are close to family now but, you know, besides all these changes, it, Game Bros is here. And from now on, probably, you know, much more often than we were before. Right, bro? <laughs> so that's so much true. So that's something that we love about Game Bros too, is that even if we are international for real now, like now it's not just the accent, we are international for real. Uh, it's just a pleasure to be there to do this podcast, especially because we love one another and we love video games. We have crazy busy lives, but that's the purpose of Game Bros too. Like, how do we reconcile video games with our crazy busy lives? Exactly, bro. bro. Jesus, I mean, especially these days, you know, moving to another country, bringing my bunnies all the way to brazil which by the way arrived mm -hmm. well and safely and and yes. are doing really fine here um <laughs> so it's been really difficult to get to you know play a little bit but these past few days i mean i, I arrived a few days ago and i got to play with my one of my new toys by the way spoiler alert and it, <laughs> it's been fun now bro so now i feel like i, I have enough content to make a really nice episode with you Oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And so what we want for this episode is something rather un unusual, but I think we'll probably do that every year, meaning that we'll try to look back at the year that just passed and try to give our perspective or what we think is going to happen during 2021, what we are looking forward to and so on. So bro, starting with 2020, what did you like in terms of video games? What you didn't like? What didn't you like in terms of video game? Tell us everything about it, please. Bro, that's such a great question. I mean, 2020 was interesting in many ways, but I guess we are really mm -hmm. focusing on the gaming now because that's the goal of the podcast. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it, it, it's been a crazy year in terms of, you know, really good games that came out. I mean, I don't think that I have mm -hmm. any complaints about, you know, content in terms of content, in terms of new games. Um, of course, mm -hmm. we're, we're probably going to mention a few here, but, you know, the first one that comes to my mind that came out just now, and it's a lot of fun, is, you know, Age of Calamity. But there mm -hmm. were so mm -hmm. many other great games that came out. I mean, Avengers is one that I'm going to be playing more deeply soon and and i also think mm -hmm. it's going to be an extraordinary game so i think that in terms of content in terms of new games we were really well served mm -hmm. this year mm -hmm. on the other hand with the next gen consoles we had a pretty bumpy year right bro and i think we are talking about you know how many were actually released when the official mm -hmm. release date and i say quote unquote official release date was announced mm -hmm. i mean I, I don't think that they had nearly enough to feed the market no. and of course that mm -hmm. gets all of us really upset because you know so many of us really wanted to grab their 
their next gen console and try it out. So that exactly. part wasn't the yeah. best. But bro, I want to know mm -hmm. about you. What what were you know the favorite games or games that you didn't like at all that came out this year, and as well as hardware. Well, what do you think? So, I I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And one thing that strikes me, especially now that we are like Christmas just passed. It was last week, mm -hmm. but reading articles bro. online. Merry Christmas! <laughs> when I see articles online about like which games should you buy on your new PS5 or on your new Series X, I get kind of upset mm -hmm. because even now in the US, it's extremely complicated to grab a new PS5 or Series X outside of eBay. eBay is another thing. But if you mm -hmm. want to buy one from an official reseller, it's almost impossible. It's yeah. almost impossible. And to be fully honest with you, it's the same with the PC components right now. But we'll talk more about it later. But that's really something I didn't like in 2020. I know that people are stuck home. So they are probably buying consoles and gaming PCs because they are just bored mm -hmm. and they want to play more, which is awesome because it means that like our audience can broaden somehow. Yeah. So that's good. Yay. But at the same time, when you look at um, 2020, it was really complicated because very exciting on one hand, but at the same time, very confusing because we cannot just, we, we cannot buy those consoles. So I was very confused. In terms of games, uh, I agree with you. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is amazing. Very good game. Um, I played a lot of uh, old games too this year. Uh, cool. Which ones, bro? And yeah. So I went back, back to my uh, Pokemon love. So I played <laughs> a lot of old Pokemon games on my Game Boy emulator. So, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to 2021 because a lot of games will be released soon. One game I haven't tried that was released uh, a month ago was Valhalla, the new Assassin's mm, Creed. This I'm, game I'm must be extraordinary. Exactly. So I'm really looking forward to playing that, but I'm not done with Odyssey yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm extremely busy in terms of personal life, work life, and but I have time for video games here and there, and it's extremely exciting because a lot of games were released, a lot, a lot of games will be released in 2021, and that that's extremely exciting, bro. Extremely Absolutely, exciting. bro. I mean, I think 2021 is gonna be amazing, and eventually, I think everyone is gonna have their next-gen console if if they want to have them i mean i don't doubt it that in a few months you know you're gonna have to you you can buy them you know used or almost new on ebay mm -hmm. um and and in terms of games it's the same i mean i think for people like us who have to to try and you know find some time some some gaps here and there in your schedule to play we're going to have way too many options. It's actually going to be difficult to choose where to start from. Um, I agree. But yeah, bro, I mean, in the middle of everything that is happening, uh, my birthday happened. Uh, it was November <gasps> 25th. And, yes. and that's when my wonderful wife bought me a PlayStation 5 from eBay. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And let me That's so awesome. think about an extraordinary gift. And I was mm -hmm. like, it was mind blowing when I saw, you know, that I was actually going to get one. And mm -hmm. and my wonderful bro here gave me a dual sense too, right? So so I was really well equipped. And but you know, bro, the console got into my apartment right in the middle of mm -hmm. everything when everything is ha was happening. So my my wife was already living in Brazil and I was, you know, mm -hmm. getting rid of an entire house in order to be able to move. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I basically had to, you know, look at this wonderful box with my brand new console for several weeks in a row and not do anything with it. So it was it was difficult, bro, I have to say. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But when I when I got here and you know I, I I install everything, I bought my TV. I was like, you know what? It's about time I try it. And Yay. and bro, it, it it's just extraordinary, bro. I, I I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Hit First, me, hit because me. I yeah I saw some pictures that you sent me and it looks huge. It's Wow, bro, it, it's huge, and I mean, I have to say, like, I I had to actually put this in my luggage, right? So, in order to move to another country, and I think it took like at least one fifth of the weight. <laughs> oh my god, it, it's it's really big. It's a really tall console. So I'm actually, mm-hmm. you know, I have it on uh, the vertical position on my TV stand. Okay, it's just because you know it's more convenient because you know. Since it's really big, it might take a shit ton of space from your TV stand, depending on how you have your setup. And it, mm-hmm. to me, it looks really stylish when it's you know upwards like that. And yes. and it comes with a really nice uh, base, so it's something that you install. It's like a, mm-hmm. a a tiny little plate that you attach to the console, regardless of whether okay. you want to have it horizontally or vertically. Uh, but it just gives a lot of stability to the console. I think it's because it's so heavy. People are afraid that they might fall for whatever reason. Um, I see. Another thing that I have to say, bro, and it's something that you and I actually complained a lot about together multiple times, was about the PS4 and PS4 Pro overheating mm-hmm. after, you know, 30 minutes oh. of game. This beast doesn't make a single sound. It's like you can play whatever you want. And it's extremely silent, extremely quiet. So that's a thing that they definitely fixed. But bro, I'm looking at it right now. And next to my Nintendo Switch, my Nintendo Switch really looks like a tiny little toy. (laughs) It's very big. (laughs) I don't doubt it. When I saw your picture, I was like, oh my God, it's really big. That, at, at the same time, if they were able to implement more fans inside and a bigger GPU, and that's probably what they did. Uh, I haven't looked at any like teardown videos, but I'm pretty sure that's what they did. Mm-hmm. It's big for a reason. They wanted the thermals to be amazing, to be the best. And I, I prefer having a big console with no noise whatsoever. Exactly, bro. That's... that's right and that's usually what you do with a gaming pc uh you prefer having a big tower with a lot of fans Mm -hmm. around so that your silent fans are just like spinning all the time but like in a quiet way Mm -hmm. and everything gets like like the temperature keeps really low is really low and that's usually what you want when you when you play and sometimes when you buy like a smaller pc a smaller tower what can happen is that the fans, because they you don't have enough fans around, is that they tend to spin even faster, like above the limit they should like spin, mm-hmm. and and that's bad. That's bad in terms of noise, and that's why it makes like crazy, crazy. Exactly, noise. bro. I knew you'd be able. I mean, I think you summarized it really well. It's a compromise that we are doing in order to have mm-hmm. a really smooth experience with this giant thing. And, exactly. and I mean, I, I can see that you're doing your homework, so I can't wait to hear everything about the PC that you're going to build. But bro, it's yes. so the console per se, I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love that it's black and white and mm-hmm. the lights and the design and everything is very from the future. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it looks yes. like it's something that w- was will would be released in 2024 you know what I mean it's it's oh very God. futuristic yeah, it's it's really cute but and what about the home screen like the home screen has changed dramatically compared to ps4 right? absolutely bro. is it better better okay. um okay what can I say I really like both versions I will not going I'm, okay. I'm not going to complain about you know the ps4 home screen because I think it's mm-hmm. very nice it works really well it's nice it works well. This one, to be honest, bro, I didn't know how much they changed until I install it. And and when I looked at it, it was like, well, first of all, it was all gorgeous. And then you 
you know, like the, the 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 new videos that they show and you're installing it, it's everything so well made and it looks really nice in a in a in a nice TV. Um, mm -hmm. But when I finally got to the home screen, it was a little shocking yes. to me. I was like, okay, that's new, right? And mm -hmm. what can I say, bro? It took me ten minutes to figure everything out. So okay. it's very intuitive, and that's something that I really appreciate. It's very mm -hmm. straightforward, even though it's changed a lot. You're going to find your games and your library and how to navigate and go to apps like, you know, Netflix or YouTube, whatever you want to install on it. So so this was a good thing, in my opinion. It looks better and, and it's very intuitive. So it's nothing scary, I would say. Compare Compared to your Apple TV 4K, mm -hmm. would you rather use your PS5 for Netflix and stuff like that? Or would you stick with your Apple TV because the, the way of navigating is just smoother and better? What, what, Ooh, what would you bro. do? Great what question. What are you going to do? So here's what I did. Um, you know, Kenny and I really like the 4K TV, the, the Apple TV. Mm -hmm because mm -hmm. it's it's really convenient so we decided to keep everything that we used to have in there you know netflix everything um mm -hmm. using the the apple tv uh the first reason is we don't like we don't really like using the dual sense for you know searching for stuff on netflix mm -hmm. it doesn't quite make sense to us Nope. And, and the second mm -hmm. thing is that I really want to use as much storage in my PS5 as I can. And I think that, you mm -hmm. know, having Netflix and many other apps in there would take up some of the storage that could be important for my games. You know what sure. I mean? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. yeah. I do know that they have this wonderful TV-like controller for the PS5. And I've seen it on okay. Best Buy. And I think it's sold out. Of course it is. Um, of course it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what um, isn't? Everything what, is sold out these days. <laughs> what isn't, bro? That that's the question. And, and but it's gorgeous, you know. And I'm pretty sure that if you have one of those, it would probably work really well. Uh, mm -hmm. But for now, I'm keeping the Apple TV for watching things and the PS5 for okay. playing things. Okay, that makes like total sense to me. Another question that I have, because of course that was my gift and I knew we were both looking forward to it, is the, and I think it's probably the game changer. What will make Sony successful with that generation is the DualSense, the new controller from Sony. What do you think of that amazing controller, bro? Tell us everything about it. Okay, bro. I think we actually, you know, have to to highlight this part about the PS5 because, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, I played The Witcher 3 a little bit on my PS5, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Okay, absolutely gorgeous. I have nothing to say. It just it runs smoothly. It loads in seconds. Oh. And it's just gorgeous. But in terms of graphics, I don't think that the PS4 Pro is that far behind for that particular game, okay. at least. But the DualSense, bro, the DualSense feels and responds so damn well. It's like, honestly, it's the best controller I've ever used in my life. Wow. It's wow. it's everything they said it would be and more, bro. It okay. feels great. It, the weight is just like enough for you to realize that it's a really well-made controller that they use really mm -hmm. good material, you know, mm -hmm. and and it's slightly bigger than I think the Dual Shock, but it's mm -hmm. very ergonomic. It feels really great when you're playing, at least for my hands, which are big. I don't know if, if for everyone is going to be the same. But, bro, I knew and everyone said, if you really want to know what the DualSense is capable of, play this pre-installed game that comes with the PS5. And, and this game is called Astro's Playroom. Mm -hmm. um, bro, honestly, 
I thought it would just be like a tiny little mini game with nothing much to do other than, you know, look how the controller is awesome, you know? Yeah. But bro, first of all, the game is really cute and you're gonna find okay. a lot of really interesting things in the game that make you really nostalgic. Like, you know, you start to find all these artifacts which are, you know, old controllers from Sony memory cards, all that, that stuff that we owned at one point and we almost forgot about mm -hmm. them. And they just oh. like in a really cute way remind you of all this journey all the way to the PS5. Wow. But bro, the controller in that game, everything feels different. Everything feels more realistic, whether it's the wind, whether it's the rain, where you're walking, uh, you know, really everything. It's extraordinary. The dual sense is That's just amazing. amazing, bro. And, and so right now, I think, and that's that's probably everyone will face that when they have a brand new PS5 coming into their home. They will be like, "How come this game, this Astro's Playroom, is so amazing in terms of dual sense? Like the the feeling that you have, the next gen controller thing that it has." Uh, right now, the games are not fully made for the dual sense, and developers will have to really consider that as something that is intricate to the PS5. You have to develop your game for the dual sense as well, because if you don't do it, then it's a waste of money for Sony, mm -hmm. Sony for developing such a great controller, and it's a waste for developers because people and gamers won't feel the realistic way of gaming because I think, and that's just my opinion, I, I touch your dual sense uh, when you open your gift at, during your birthday, but right. I never had the chance to play uh, with it. But what I've seen on YouTube and now you telling me how extraordinary that thing is, bro, it, it seems like a game changer. I think it is. It's a game changer. It is, bro. It is, bro. And I mean, honestly, I think what would convince me between a PS4 Pro and a PS5 right now is the dual sense, mm -hmm. honestly. Because, mm -hmm. okay, the PS5 is gorgeous, yes. It loads the games, you know, faster, definitely. It mm -hmm. it has a bunch of, like, two, like, things that we actually, you know, spoke about a few times in a few episodes. Mm -hmm. They're all there. They, are, they all work really well. But the dual sense makes it feel different, you know? And I, I think what Sony did preparing this Astros Playroom as a really cute way of introducing the power of their new hardware was extremely smart, ex especially because of what you just said, you know? They don't have a whole lot of games that will give you the full potential of that hardware for obvious reasons. They mm -hmm. didn't have time to produce them yet. Um, oh. But bro, so this this is this is the tiny little game that is actually way more entertaining than I thought it would be, that is going to show you, for example, how I think that the bow and arrow for Horizon, you know, Forbidden West is going to feel. And it's going to be incredible, bro. It's going to be I guess. mind blowing. I guess. Yeah, and that makes uh, a huge difference compared to the PC world too, because a lot of people were complaining, and I'm part of them, saying that the Series X was just like a, a, a PC, if if mm -hmm. you if you see. And so, what I mean. If you consider the Series X being a PC, why would you spend $500 on a Nokia PC with a good controller but not a game changer? Mm -hmm. And you can buy the same controller for your PC actually because it's Microsoft that makes them. So you can definitely do that. But when you look at the dual sense, Sony is making the PS5 and like putting it apart from the PC world. It's like, if you want an insane uh, immersive gameplay, please buy a PS5. It's pretty much that. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. 
Exactly, bro. It's amazing. I think you said everything. I mean, I don't know. You you are way more aware of what Microsoft is promising with their next gen console. Um, did you hear anything special about their controller? Anything about their controller that makes you want to buy it? I, as a general controller, I would say yes, because mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying great things about this controller. But okay. at the same time, uh, when you look at the Dual Sense, so what they did with the Series X, and I respect that people never complain about the, the previous controller, so for the for the One S and One X uh, mm -hmm. uh, consoles, so people didn't complain. So what Microsoft did is just to take the same, implement one or two buttons. And that's pretty much it, a better grip, and that's it. And I respect that. When you love a controller, it's just better not to change anything. Mm -hmm. But the DualShock 4 was not perfect. It was good, but it was not perfect. Right. And a lot of people were saying that the uh, Xbox controller was actually better for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. But right now, what Sony made with the DualSense is more than just a controller. It's like giving you this immersive gameplay and you feel like you're in the game. So on top of just having your TV, you really have something that you touch and have in your hands that is bringing you inside the game. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I mean, maybe it was really good that their controller was, let's say, inferior to Mm -hmm. you know other controllers maybe that was the little kick in the butt that they needed to say you know what let's bring the controller to a whole new level and mm -hmm. i think there is also the the joy con experience also is pushing the market because you know the joy con were really well designed i know that a lot of people complain about the joy con because they're smaller depending on the game they're really unpractical i would say i mean you know playing Smash with the Joy-Con really don't, doesn't make much sense. But mm -hmm. all these new features that they put in their controller is really pushing the whole, you know, gaming uh, environment to evolve, I think. And I, agree. And, and I think that's when Sony listened to all of us and I think that they fixed on the PS5 the two main issues. A, okay controller to an extraordinary controller and a mm -hmm. frying surface to a really <laughs> quiet and really powerful console so mm -hmm. bro it seems like it makes sense you know everything makes sense in terms of buying a ps5 now i'm like fully convinced now that i mm -hmm. own one i I can strongly and you know with confidence say that if you are a Sony person, you are not going to regret it, especially when they mm -hmm. have more and you pay the fair price for it. Um, but bro, sure. I don't think that you're really considering to get a next-gen console, one of these two necessarily, right? No. Tell me why. I'm... Because I'm not convinced. So I know that you wanted to continue with that uh, path and so with a next-gen console and continue investing for the next-gen games uh, with a new console. And me, I took the approach, like I thought about it differently. I was like, do I think that those consoles are going to be a game changer? Mm -hmm. And my answer to that was like, they are talking a lot about teraflops. They are talking a lot about speed. They are talking a lot about FPS. Right. And in my head, because I'm from the PC world, I was a gamer on like PC gamer back then when I was 19, 20 years old. And my immediate reaction to that was like, they are describing a PC. And that's not fine because before, the approach when you make a console is to say that you want to integrate the hardware and the software and that your games can be as crazy and good as a PC mm -hmm. with way less. But here it's not true. What they are doing is that now they have two architectures that are 
fundamentally different. Okay, they are based on SSDs and stuff like that. Makes sense, but that's a PC, that's PC bots mm -hmm. pretty much. But what I think is that developers now, they have to make games for either the Sony, so the PS5, or uh, the Series X. But guess what? The Series X is nothing different than a PC. It's a PC, pretty much. Okay. It's a, it's a no-key PC. A no, it's a powerful PC, okay? Mm -hmm. But that's not super powerful. So what I thought about was like, if I want to invest in something new, because I wanted to change, like I love Sony, I loved and I bought every generation uh, of Sony consoles, like from starting from the PS1, it was an amazing console back then. But to be fully honest with you, the PS5, for me, it was a bit expensive, uh, meaning $500 for a PC-like console. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have the DualSense and you have some exclusive games. But I was like, if I want to invest my money into something, I want to make it meaningful for the future. And so my idea and what I'm gonna do soon, I, I invested in a headset to start with. Nice. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a PC very soon. Um, for all the reasons I mentioned, mm -hmm. I can buy a crazy good GPU, so graphics card. I can buy a crazy good CPU, can buy a good motherboard and so on and so forth. If I want to play with a controller, I can buy a Series X controller, for instance. It will integrate really well with my PC. And what I think is, of course, the upfront costs are much higher when you buy a PC. But in the long run, especially if you want to buy every generation of consoles, I probably won't have to replace my GPU before another five to six years. Okay. Same for the CPU. And so if you think about it, you will have a crazy good machine that is probably like twice, if not three times more powerful than the next gen consoles for a crazy okay. expensive well, price. But if, yes. if, I mean, I, I have so many questions for you now because I mean, for everything that you said makes really perfect sense, but mm -hmm. there are some practical things that, I, that I'm wondering. Mm -hmm. For example, the first one, forget about physical media, I guess, right? You're only talking about mm -hmm. digital content from now on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you think that for whatever reason, this might limit um, something to you in terms of games or trading or I don't know. Do you think that this could be a problem at all? So on my PS4, what I was doing these days was just to buy everything digital. It was the same on, it's the same on my Switch. Mm -hmm. Because for me, trading a game, that's something I used to do when I was 20, 21. Not anymore. Now I buy a game, I tend to buy them when they are on sale. Mm -hmm. uh, and whenever I really want a game, I tend to keep it. So for instance, if I want GTA on the release date, I'll buy it, but I will probably keep it because that's the game I want to have any time just to play it and enjoy. So right now, uh, trading is not part of my life anymore. So I would say that these I did not take that into consideration. The main limitation, and I agree with you, is playing on your sofa or couch in front of your TV. Mm -hmm. That was that going to be my second can... question. Yeah, exactly. That is something you can you can do something about it. Uh, meaning that you can stream what you play on your TV and everything streamed to your living room, for instance, mm -hmm. on your big TV. You can definitely do that. But the same, it's more expensive because you have to buy like something to stream on your TV. You have to buy a controller. I mean, yes, a, a, a PC, a gaming PC is always more expensive, always. But when someone tried to convince you with terms like FPS or uh, teraflops, you're coming into the PC world. Mm -hmm. And that's not fine. What I wanted to hear from Sony or Microsoft was something reassuring, saying like, we are working with developers, 
we shouldn't care too much about the power of those consoles, but you will see the content will be amazing. What I realized is that for Microsoft, for instance, they delayed some games because the quality was not there. And I know that you take the same game, you put it on a crazy powerful PC, mm -hmm. the quality will be amazing. So the limitation was only power, strictly power. So I was like, if I really want to play games in the near future, in the coming five, 10 years, what should I buy? And I was like, yeah, it's obvious. I should buy a PC. And that's what I will be doing. I see, bro. I mean, that, that seems really logical to me. And I mean, I hope that they don't, because the truth is, as I was telling you before, the games look outstanding on a PS5. Of course they do. But that doesn't mean that they don't look outstanding on a PS4 or on a PS4 Pro. I mean, they look outstanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, the PS4, the PS4 Pro is really good. And it is. I mean, I hope that they don't, you know, and that's the thing that still attracts me when I'm talking about Sony, because they realize that, you know, better graphics or faster loading or, you know, smoother frames or whatever they want to say mm -hmm. these are all important but mm -hmm. that's not going to give you the next nintendo switch what's going to give you the next extraordinary console is to bring us mm -hmm. something we didn't experience before that makes the gaming experience really truly better deeper yeah and that's what they gave me with the dual sense the dual sense is the next okay. gen console from sony okay and mm -hmm. if see. they just keep on you know like if their innovation is about better graphics and better graphics and better graphics at one point it's going to become meaningless and mm -hmm. what you just says what you just said makes perfect sense because if that is the goal then jesus buy a really powerful computer and stick with it for five years and you're good mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, bro, I, I think what you're doing sounds really smart. But do you do you have because you know the reason why I'm asking you is because you know we are we are family guys. We we have family. You yes. have babies around. You're gonna have to have like a big physical space for your uh, PC. Do you see like mm -hmm. having a man cave for that? Only you know. I'm wondering in terms of logistics. How do you see that set up? That's why I invested in a desk uh, pretty mm -hmm. recently in our bedroom where I just sit right now. And cool. so my thought was, I have right now I have an iMac and I wanted to replace that iMac soon. I bought it in 2015 and I think I should probably sell it now or like close to now. So what I was thinking was, let's replace this iMac by a Mac Mini, something mm -hmm. very small in terms of form factor that I can put somewhere. And if I need it, even if I want to go to my like jobby job and bring my Mac Mini with me, I can definitely do that. It's super easy. You just put it in your backpack and you just go. So right. I was like, I want to replace that, gi that gigantic iMac with something more practical. And then I was like, I will have space on my uh, desk. So what I could do is to put my tower on, on the floor, that's fine, and just replace my gigantic iMac by a monitor. And that's pretty much it. So I will have everything in my bedroom. You actually don't need so much space uh, to play. Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of gamers want to have like two screens and I'm not this kind of gamer. <laughs> right. I, just need, I just need one monitor. What I want is something smooth in terms of gaming, but you know myself, like, you know me, I, I'm not the kind of guy that will play insanely uh, intense games in terms of graphics. So I don't think I should go and buy the fanciest graphics card on the market. I just mm -hmm. want something solid for the coming five, six, seven years. Uh, because the kind of games I play, even Horizon doesn't need like something extremely fancy. I will try to have my config to be probably like two times more powerful than a Series X, something like that. 
mm-hmm. uh, but not above. Like, I don't want to go extremely fancy. A new graphics card, you can probably like go up to 50, if not 60 teraflops, which is like six times more than the Series X, wow. which is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. That's just insane. But right now, bro, because that's another big question mark, the components are not available. It's just like uh, the PS5 and the Series X. Oh so my! I to... Yes, I wanted to buy myself a nice PC for Christmas as a gift, and guess what? Everything is sold out. Every fucking component is sold out. Bro, what the heck is happening? I mean, I don't. Know. These things aren't cheap. They're supposed to be available for us. I, I, I mm-hmm. can't believe it. I mean, yeah. so if you were to find all the, the parts that you needed to, to build mm-hmm. the PC you're envisioning, um, yes. how much are you looking at? You know, like how much would that cost you? Like for the whole thing, I know, monitor, whatever controller you think you're, you're going to use and everything that you need. Do you want to include the Mac Mini? <laughs> without the Mac Mini. Let's okay, just think about your, your gaming PC. Yeah, that my my budget would be probably around 2K, including the, comp- okay. the monitor. Yes. So I think in terms of tower, in terms of like just PC without the monitor, I'm, I don't want to go above $1,500. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but that's still extremely expensive. That's like three times the price of the next-gen consoles. Exactly. I'm extremely fortunate I can afford it, Uh, Mm -hmm. especially because I'm not a huge gamer anymore, meaning I don't have a lot of time to play. So I know it's more of a... I'm more of a spoiled child, but (laughs) at the same... (laughs) We both are, bro. (laughs) We are. At the same time, sometimes you need something new to get more excited. And right now, even though I love my PS4 and I love my consoles, what I really love right now is my Switch because it was different. And I'm also looking forward to the PC for that reason. Like going Mm -hmm. back to a new uh, way of playing with keyboard and mouse. Um, stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to a new experience, just like you and the dual sense, uh, because sometimes that's what we need, uh, gamers, um, to get entertained and love video games again. Because I do love playing video games, but sometimes it's just not boring, but it's something that you know and you just do it. But is it because it's fun or is it because you're used to doing it? You know, so I was like building a PC from scratch. First, I'm gonna love it because I love building stuff. <laughs> I knew it. You're, 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 yes. you're, you will start to play with it even before it's ready, you know, because for you, building yeah. it is gonna be like playing a video game. It, pretty much. So, right now, for instance, I was shopping for parts knowing that they were not available. So, I did my list. Like, now I have a small list. I know what I want in terms of CPU. I know what I want in terms of GPU, uh, for instance. And I don't know if you know that term, but I want to liquid liquid cool my PC. So I want to do some liquid cooling. Mm. Do you know about it? No, no bro. Tell us. Oh, what is that? Oh, bro. I mean, it's extremely nerdy. Like, you really don't need that. But we were talking about thermal. Like uh, performance, so you want the temperature to remain very low or mm-hmm. not super high to get the better performance out of your console or PC. So, liquid cooling is the fact of putting a radiator with uh, fans, so like the fans will spin, like blow air through the radiator, so your liquid that is inside a closed loop will remain kind of low, okay? So your liquid mm. will stay low. And so your liquid will flow through the radiator, through the CPU, the GPU, 
without really touching the parts. Like the, the idea would be just to flow really close to it so that it remains cool. Mm -hmm. And then to the pump, because you need a pump, it's like a tank, go back to the radiator. So it's a closed loop. The liquid oh is like God, just going bro. into... Yeah, I know, I know, it's so much fun. <laughs> Oh, bro. so much fun. You're having so much fun just doing the homework for building it. So just that, bro, will probably cost me around $500. Just that. Oh, oh my. Yes. But you're never going to have to worry about, you know, frying an egg on top of your hardware. No, no. Oh, bro, that's the that goal. sounds so much fun. Okay, bro. Yeah, if... and yes. And I mean... Do you think you're going to have the opportunity to play pretty much all the big titles that are that will be coming out for, you know, Microsoft or Sony or, you know, not really for Nintendo. I think Nintendo it's a it's a parallel universe, but for the mm -hmm. for the other ones, do you think that you, that you will be able to, you know, get the games and get the games more important to get the games in a timely fashion because we know that some mm -hmm extraordinary games such as for example horizon were eventually released for pc but that took forever right forever. and mm -hmm. and i mean when i saw the trailer for horizon zero dawn back in the days i was like i want to play it from day zero and yes. it would have been really painful for me to wait until they say you know what now we can probably release a pc version so <laughs> how do you think that's gonna be bro so Please don't tell my wife, okay? And good thing she's not attending the live show now. But okay. what I think is that what Sony will be doing uh, for the coming one or two years will be to release new games on either PS4 and PS5. So mm -hmm. I'm good on that front. I will probably not get the best graphics, but I mean, you, you're playing the game. So I will be able to enjoy on my PS4. The plan okay. is... And that's why I'm not. I'm telling you, please don't tell my wife. When the <laughs> PS5 will be on sale, let's say in two years, probably, I will probably buy one. Oh. So my, yeah, the idea would be to replace, to have an excuse to replace my PS4, my <laughs> frying an egg PS4, with a PS5 whenever I think the price is good for a console in my living room. So it's not now, but I think I'm pretty much covered, meaning that I will probably buy one in two years when they are obviously cheaper or with a bundle, mm -hmm. with a game I really want to play. So I think I'm, I'm good for now because I will be able to play the exclusive, the Sony exclusives on my PS4, yeah. Okay, bro, I mean, that, that sounds like a great plan and I promise I won't tell your wife, let's hope that she won't Expensive. listen to our episode. <laughs> right when yeah. it's online expensive expensive but good plan <laughs> definitely bro definitely and again i mean whenever you actually start to play with your dual sense you're gonna be like okay this was a good thing that was a great investment it's like you buy a nintendo switch if you're somehow of a gamer you're never going to regret it and and i think mm -hmm. when i'm dealing with my dual sense i feel the same way i mean the resistance that the the software applies to the shoulder buttons on the dual sense depending on whatever you, they want you to feel is mind blowing to me because you know when when the this the the console is off and you just you know use your dual sensor just you know click the buttons mm -hmm. the shoulder buttons just feel like a really good well built shoulder button but it doesn't have like a, a, a sort of resistance or anything i know but when the game wants to play with you like now you're gonna have to push it really hard it changes everything you're like how how do they do that you know what i mean and i'm just so excited bro and speaking of all of this one thing that i wanted to hear from you before we wrap things up what are the games that you are really looking forward to playing it could be on your PC, it could be on your Nintendo Switch, or even on your incoming PS5. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are they? Uh, yeah, I, I listed three games. Uh, okay. One that I really want to play, but I know it's not... I mean, everyone was talking a lot about that game. 
Uh, but right now I don't want to buy it on my PS4 because apparently you have a lot of bugs and it's not mm -hmm. so great. So I think I will probably buy it on my PC whenever I'm able to buy the, the parts, the components. <laughs> I want to play Cyberpunk, the brand new game from CD Projekt. So mm -hmm. the studio that developed The Witcher 3. The Witcher, World Hunt. yeah. Yeah, so this game is an open world. Uh, it's like a futuristic open world where you're playing as a punk, okay? But it's pretty okay. much a GTA-like, mm. but in the future. So it's exactly my kind of thing, like my kind Just of game. Th that's so you, bro. I mean, I yeah. think if you ask me, okay, think about two ideas that you would love in a game. Future, pink game, GTA-like. I mean, that's so you, bro. <laughs> That's cyberpunk. Oh my so god. Cyber, yes, so cyberpunk uh, was released uh, a few weeks ago, but a lot of people are complaining. So mm -hmm. CD Projekt is doing a lot of like, uh, they are fixing the bugs and so on and so forth. So I think that buying it in a couple of months is probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. I really want to play it on my PC, uh, probably with a controller, we'll see. Uh, cool. But so that's the first game I really want to play. I'm looking forward to play that game so much. Second game. Mm, tell me. I want, to I want to play Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, mine. Bro, I think if there is one game that my wife will at least enjoy watching me playing, it's going to be this one. Bro, I can't wait for this game. Jesus. Same. What is like the one thing of this game that you're going to convinced you right away like i'm going to buy this game whenever i can play it so open world mm -hmm. and harry potter world i know it's like 200 years ago so in the 1800s but still i'm like wizardry plus that fantastic world plus open world that's my shit i'm like i'm i'm done like oh even if i don't yeah, even if I haven't seen the graphics really much, like it was a trailer, so you never know. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay, that's what I, I mean. I I just love it. I love it in advance. I will buy it day one. I will play it day one. Bro, I mean, do you have an, an idea of, you know, when they're going to release it? Because I, I really want to make sure that, you know, I'm going to have a vacation more or less at the same time. <laughs> I think it's like by the end of 2021, so yeah. probably December 2020. They're going to take their time to develop it, which makes sense. Yes. I mean, I, I think mm -hmm. that whenever you release a game that is called Hogwarts Legacy, you don't want to fuck with it. You want it to be extraordinary. So mm -hmm. what I say to the developers is take your time to give us a Harry Potter level of experience you know so exactly bro can't wait excellent one Same. another Same. one bro hit me oh my there God. were three uh, this one will be on your list i know it mm. horizon forbidden west that's probably the game i want to play next year bro i will take vacation just for that game i just want to play it Seriously, no one can blame you for that. I mean, I'm just picturing how Aloy's bow and all her other weapons are gonna feel on my dual sense, bro. Yes. I think it's oh gonna God. be like mind blowing to play that game. And and I mean, I'm pretty sure that they are going to use as much hardware as they can, even though it's gonna be a pretty new game for the next gen console. Let's put it that way. I don't think it's going to take too long for them to release it. So the games that will come after and the really well-developed ones will probably use the, the DualSense even better. But I'm already expecting a game that is going to say, hey, if you have a DualSense, you won't regret it because now it's time mm -hmm. to use it, you know? Oh, my God. And, and yeah. bro, I, I love your list, but I have to include another one. What Please about... Do the continuation of Zelda Breath of the Wild. How come I forgot that game? <laughs> I thought it would be the first one on your list. Because for me, it was probably coming in 2022. I cannot even I realize... See. 
that it's now or it's next year you know for me the like breath of the wild one the first one is mm-hmm. so amazing and it's probably the kind of game you take five to six years develop you know totally, uh, totally. developing and so mm-hmm. I cannot even imagine that 2021 will probably be the year we'll be seeing Breath of the Wild 2. So that's why I have my fingers crossed because if they can make it, I'm extremely excited and that's amazing. But I don't Mm -hmm. want to have too much hope because they will probably try to release a perfect game. So if they see, for instance, that you have some bugs here and there, they will probably just delay the game, Mm -hmm. which is fine. So that's why it, it's not on my list because in my brain, this game cannot be released in 2021. But if they can make it, of course, it's part of my list. <laughs> We're going to have a three hour episode on it if they release it. That, that's for sure, bro. I mean, Five hours. We're going to have like uh, several episodes. It's going to be like part one, part two, part three, part three and a half, because, you know, you mm. and I are going to go crazy about it for sure. Of course, and, yes. And yeah, bro, I mean, it's definitely on my list. As you said, I don't know how long they're going to take. And in my opinion, they're going to have to be really careful because they their standards, you know, with Breath of the Wild are like the highest, the yeah. highest standards. So yes. they're going to be, I, I hope that they're going to be really careful. I hope that they're, you know, going to take their time to make sure that they are not going to do anything stupid because... What they did to Breath of the Wild was, you know, what made the Nintendo Switch maybe the most beloved console from the release date, right? So, yes, bro, I can't wait for all of those. And I loved your list. And I think we're going to have extraordinary episodes coming in 2021. For sure. Oh, it's so exciting, bro. So now we should probably say Happy New Year to anyone, to everyone. Uh, because this episode will probably be released uh, on January 2nd or something like okay. that, or 3rd. So, Happy New Year, everyone. Game oh my Bros. God. Happy New Year, we bro. Are... Yes. Happy New Year, everyone. We are back. Uh, we are really looking forward to recording every other week, just like we did for quite some time this year, but then we had some times off here and there. But I think that from now on, it will be much more re- like regular. It will become more regular, which is really exciting to us uh, because like now our lives are more settled. Mm-hmm. So it will be easier. It will be exactly, easier. bro. I mean, I think 2021 is going to be an extraordinary year. And, you know, it, 2020 has been really difficult in many ways. So, you know, for mm-hmm. all of you that are listening to us, Hanging there, I think it's almost over. We are, you mm-hmm. know, definitely fighting this pandemic off. And, and, and I'm really hopeful and really optimistic about 2021 in many ways. Same. But mm-hmm. for games, I think it's going to be an extraordinary year. Bro, you and I are going to have so much to talk about that it's going to be difficult to find or to choose the next subject. And, and our <laughs> listeners, of course, can help us with that as well. I agree, bro. It was amazing chatting with you, as usual. Uh, I love you. It's so great to do game growth with you. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, bro. Love you, too. As we say in Portuguese, eu amo vocês. It's been amazing. And, you know, stay with game, bros. You won't regret it. We are like Nintendo Switch. We are like DualSense. We are the best. We are cutting-edge stuff. (laughs) <laughs> we are liquid cooling PCs <laughs> perfect <laughs> bye everyone bro thank you so much thank you